This is the Fantasy Road Show. Welcome, 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 welcome. Roadies, 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 roadies. Welcome into the podcast. It's the Fantasy Road Show, and we are your hosts, per usual. My name is Ryan. This is Culls. You can find ah! us on the Twitter machine. You can find me at fantasy underscore trucker. You can find him at Coles underscore sports. We're back at it again. And I'm pretty sure if I'm not mistaken, we are live. Live. Let's go. All right. So we're getting into it today. We're talking about one of the, if not the best division in football right now. It's the AFC East, right? Stacked. Yeah, stacked. Aside from those Patriots, but, you know. Uh, Especially stacked in fantasy football. Um, Oh, yeah. So, you know, I I think there's a difference between, between, sorry, being stacked in NFL and being stacked in fantasy, and this is definitely a fantasy stacked um, uh, division. I want to say that they're going to be stacked as well. It's between the East and the West. That's what it is to me. Um, Yeah. So, uh, Chargers. Uh, let's we'll we'll talk about it more as we get into it. But okay. yeah, it's definitely one of the. Um, I'm gonna. So yeah, I'm gonna start well, off. I'm gonna start off with with kind of. I don't know if it's a hot take. You let me know if it's a hot take. I think the Bills, the Jets, and the Dolphins, all three of them, will make the playoffs this year. Um, I will make a hot take. And I will, <laughs> I will, I don't, it'll be, it'll be one of our, one of our podcast, uh, internal, uh, wagers. I will bet you that more teams from the AFC West will make the playoffs than the East. More teams from the West will make the playoffs make the playoff. over than the East. Yeah, like I want to say that the Chiefs, Chargers, and Broncos, to me, I would almost take them before I would take the Bills, Jets, and Dolphins. I And I feel opposite. I feel, so, yeah. All right. Put it on the board. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, I would say that the Bills, Jets, and Dolphins are a better trio than the Chiefs, Chargers, Broncos. I just think it comes down to that third team. I just think uh, the Broncos are going to be good this year, but I think the Dolphins are a step ahead of them. So, um, but how do you well, got this? How do you got the division shaken out? Uh, we're talking AFC East here. Uh, you're skipping a few things here. You're just diving right in. Um, we didn't. Where are you? I'm sorry. I'm getting real excited about this division. Okay, I really want to talk yeah. about them, but you didn't I didn't do the rift. You're you, you need to get you, your deucer hat. It needs to stay on. Yeah, we didn't do the I, we riff can, into the episode. We didn't, you know, we gotta do the intro. That's so. fair enough. Um, I was, I was almost ready to preface. You, where, where is the fantasy trucker today? Fantasy right trucker is in Bloomington, Illinois, a little bit south of Chicago, not too far off the beaten track, but um, Red, yeah, man, Redbirds. Um, yeah, go Birds, ISU. Um, yeah, man, it's so nice and quiet out here. So you're ripping that uh, St. Louis route, and you're just on your way back up to Chicago. Or what? Yeah, I hit a, a light load uh, today. Only two stops today, so I, I'm almost made it back into Chicago. 
could have had the day off tomorrow, but you know, nice. Still got to make my way back in. What's nice. up? What's up with you? Um, we did. Did I already mention on the podcast we did wardrobe for the CBS show? You did not. You had a wardrobe yeah, we, meeting. We did our wardrobe. Okay, um, how'd so that go? One one step closer. Uh, it went well. It went really well. So yeah, I think we're pretty much in and, um, they're going to be sending us down to Mexico city here in a, a later this month, three weeks. So depending on which episode we're going to air, we will be in, you know, that date slot. So just next, honestly, the only thing that is keeping me from being like extremely excited and freaking out is, <laughs> booking airfare so once the once the flight's booked it's like whoa this is this is, yeah this is getting real through we passed background we've gone through wardrobe like i can't imagine that we're not casted so yeah uh, that's exciting and then also astros astros baby they just got justin verlander today saw that huge. coming back home uh, for another championship run. So that's exciting. I'm going to have to shoot over to Houston here in the next month or so when they have a home stand and, and check out the Strohs before the playoffs. But anyways, that's what's going on here. All right. Well, then, uh, without further ado, I think we should uh, get into it, huh? AFC East is what we're talking about today, y'all. <laughs> All right, so back to what I was saying before I jumped the gun prematurely. Um, the gun, dude. Yeah, so uh, I'm curious to see who you have winning this division and in what order you have them finishing, be basically between the Bills, the Jets, and the Dolphins. We all know the Patriots are on the bottom. Yeah, so I, I actually, I think I, as I was going through the schedule and the team, I, I, you're going to be pretty interested in how I have this conference or this this division shaking out and i think okay. there's a clear this is going to be like in terms of wagering this is to me like one of the most confident picks i think the bills are easily going to win this division um i have them at 14 and 3 i have the jets at 9 and 8 i have the dolphins at 8 and 9 and i have the patriots at 7 and 10 okay. so i actually have uh, that's why I wanted to put that wager on the board is because I have, I think their schedule's tough, man. Like the the way that that the Jets' schedule starts off off is so hard. Yeah. Um, and then I think it was the Dolphins that had the end of the season that was just like brutal. I'll pull up the schedule here in a second as you're talking it through. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's where I have. I think I think the. Bills are going to run away with this division, and it's not even going to be close. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. Uh, this being one of the best divisions in football um, makes sense that they each have a really tough schedule. You know, it just... Uh, no, I think it's like outside of that. Like, Jets start the season, I'm saying outside, and just the way that the schedule is, is, is organized. Like, you start the season against the Bills... As mm -hmm. the Jets, that's a loss in my mind. Yeah, I have them at, losing that game too. At Cowboys, who are going to be the real fucking deal. So then you got to fly down to Jerry's World. 
And then you get Patriots at home. You probably win that game. First one of the year. Yay. And then you have the Chiefs coming in town. They're going to lose that game, too. And yeah. then you go to the Broncos, who's going to have an awesome defense and be an awesome team. I have them losing that game. And then you're in a fucking you're sliding and you have the Eagles at home. Your two of your home games are the Chiefs and the Eagles. You're going to lose definitely one, if not both of those games. And now you're in a fucking free fall. Then you go at Giants against the Chargers. Like you could legitimately lose all of those games. Yeah. Absolutely. Um and that's a team that has never played together. That is a Rodgers who is aging. It's a Nathaniel Hackett who couldn't fucking get a play <laughs> called in the NFL. He couldn't get a play called um, without having that chemistry with a guy like Rodgers, who he obviously had success with. But him and Russell Wilson couldn't figure out how to call a fucking play in the NFL. Yeah. Or, you know, top three in the league and pre-snap penalties. He was a disaster as a head coach. So there's just so many things there. Like, is Brees Hall healthy right away? Um, G- Garrett Wilson now has an ankle. That seems like he's going to be totally fine. But, like, I, I'm not on board of the Jets are going to come out and fucking beat the best, literally the best teams in the league. So that's my thought. Yeah, no, that that makes you make a lot of great points. Um, The the injuries uh, that the Jets are dealing with, um, who knows if they're going to sign? I I doesn't seem like they're going to sign Dalvin Cook anymore. Um, That seems like that ship has sailed. Yeah, maybe. I think there's still a lot of a lot of uh, like from what I heard. Did you see that tweet? no, what so the there was said? a there was a tweet that was recently deleted after it was posted, and it was from Dalvin Cook's trainer. He came out and said that if the Jets heard what Dalvin was saying, they would be heartbroken. So like, and then it was deleted like immediately. So yeah, it's a really weird tweet for him to even type. Um, yeah, yeah, maybe that's true, but also like, it's not a good sign when he leaves the facility and they haven't signed him. So yeah. You know, uh, maybe that means like Brees Hall is a lot healthier than he was hoping and he was going to have a bigger role early on. And he was kind of be, uh, you know, a, a sub to to, uh, you know, not necessarily a one A one B, but more of like a another option kind of thing. And he doesn't want that. Um, so, yeah, that I definitely agree that that's not. It's not a good sign, but there's. If there if there's an offer on the table at this point, he's got to consider it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I leverage leverage. So like for him to think that he's just gonna feel out these teams and get some cush situation, it's like, dude. Well, I mean, is look, it look doesn't look it seem you. doesn't it seem like Dalvin's coming to this division though? Like, I mean, between the the Patriots were the original favorite. And Dolphins already offered him a a contract, and then he visits with the yeah. Jets. It's like. He seems and, to and be coming to yeah yeah so yeah potentially yeah I agree with you um on all four like there's a there's a there's a there's an avenue that he can go to any of these four um, even the Bills man like if we're getting into the second third week of preseason and he hasn't signed anywhere yet like I could see him just being like fuck it I'm gonna go win a Super Bowl and play with my brother yeah it, it's, take a, it's take definitely a in the realm of possibilities take a haircut and just do it you know yeah um so yeah i see i see an avenue for him to go to any of these teams for sure yeah so the way i have it shaken out i do have the bills winning the division uh but i'm 
I'm a little bit more optimistic with the Jets. I just think that they somehow have that Cinderella season and put it all together, make it to the playoffs. And um, I have the Bills and the Jets. Um, now, mind, mind you, this is if all goes well for the Bills, or I'm sorry, for the Jets. I have the Bills at 12-5. and five. I have the Jets also at 12-5, and five, but Bills winning the division because they won both games. I had them winning, beating the Jets uh, both times during the season. Uh, and then I have the- Bills. Bills did being the Jets both times. Yeah. So do I. Yeah. Yeah. So do I. Yeah. So, so I. but I just have them finishing with the same record, but the Bills getting the upper hand because of the divisional matchups. But uh, and then I have the Dolphins at. 10- Wait. So what is? Can you just give me the records before you explain? I'm getting disorganized in my head. Yeah. Bills twelve and five. Jets twelve and five. Dolphins ten and seven. Patriots six and eleven. Okay. Um. Okay. Yeah. I dude. List like. I have the Jets at nine and eight because I had them off to a horrible start. Um, And like they could end up those first eight games, they could be four and four. And I think that would be a win for them. And then they're a playoff team. You know what I mean? Like, let's just say one through eight, three, three. So one through eight, they're, they're four and four Raiders bills at Raiders at bills, five and five. Dolphins, Falcons, Texans, you win three in a row, eight and five. You go to the Dolphins, you beat them. Wait, no, you lose to them. So eight and six, Commanders, nine and six. And then at Browns, at Patriots, go ahead and get a win there. And you're, you're 10 and seven. You're probably in the playoffs. You know what I mean? So like, yeah. that's a pretty fair assessment, I think. So if you can, if you can get through those first, you know, eight, to now 10 games at five, at 500, which dude, they have the defense and talent to easily do that. Definitely. Then I, I agree. I think they're a playoff team. I do agree with that. I just have them slipping up and it be one of being one of those Rogers slow starts. Like everyone relax. We're going to figure it out and we're going to be good. And quite frankly, they probably will. And then they could make a run in the playoffs, but yeah. um I was a little, and I, and I, I, you know, you, that probably caught you a little off guard because I've been very vocal about how I love the Jets as well this year. Oh yeah, uh, and what they're, and what they're doing over there. It's just I saw that start and I was like, whoa, I don't like that schedule. And now I feel the same way about, um, uh, about the Dolphins because probably because I didn't know that they were going to be playing the NFC East, which I think is probably the best hands down the best division and it is the best division in in the nfc so yeah yeah i mean that that all you you know that all makes sense to me uh i just you know the way that you were describing it you're making a lot of valid points and it makes me not feel great about my 12 and 5 jets um total that's win just total, so but, hard yeah no but if i mean they get if they get through that five and three you know if they get through that looking good then you're right they are they are on a path to get 12 wins yeah i that, the way i see it i I, I project them to lose that first game against the bills i project them to lose against the chiefs and then the eagles but i think that they can go into dallas win that game and i think they can go into denver and win those games so that's the only reason they definitely can yeah um and they probably will win one of them but i if gun to my head right now they go one and one in those games they they don't go two and oh yeah no and you're probably right i'm it's really hard to project uh the winners of these games um you know so many things can I mean, shake out kind of 
like, yeah, it's hard to predict game by game, but it's not hard to at a high level, just be like, you're going to the rate, going to the Broncos and to the Cowboys. Let's call that a split. Like, yeah, that's just kind of how you got to do it at this point in the year. Obviously, like if the jets lose Rogers and or, that's not even a good example. If <laughs> whatever, if there's injury, if they're plagued with injury and it's a horrible season, then yeah. like, of course you're like, that's your reason why. Right. Yeah. But anyway, so, um, and then the same thing here with the dolphins, the starts, not great at chargers at Patriots. You could easily be Owen two. Um, and then home against the Broncos, win that game, lose to the Bills. You know, you're you're one in three. That doesn't sound great, but then you get Giants and pa- Panthers at home. Uh, so I, I just think it's not as tough until you get down here towards the end of the – or to, toward, towards the later. I, I don't know, man. They're just a tough schedule f- from start to finish. Yeah. Then you have at, at Eagles versus Patriots versus Chiefs. Raiders, that's a win. At Jets, at Commanders, that should be a win. First Titans, that should be a win. And then you're like Jets, Cowboys, Ravens, Bills to end the year as you're fighting for the fucking playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like your best case scenario is the Bills are already in and clinch the division and you're and they don't week care 18, about that game. Yeah, that you're week eighteen, you don't have you're not playing anyone, but you know, at Ravens week 17, that's going to be a game where the Ravens need to win it to win their division. You know what yeah. I mean? Uh, Cowboys at home, same thing. They're going to be duking it out with the, they're going to be duke, duking out with the Eagles. Like these are the games that matter. So I, it's just, that's a brutal schedule. Yeah. Through and through. I just, yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. Um, uh, well, let's, let's dive into the, though. yeah, let's, yeah. uh, let's go bills. Um, <clears throat> Where do you want to start with the Bills, man? They're just – they're such I, a I good team. Yeah, I don't think there's needs to be a lot said there. Like, yeah, there's different pieces, but it's going to be the same offense, and it's going to be fucking awesome. Uh, I'll I'll make a bold – I'll make a hot take, a bold statement right now. I have okay. the Bills winning the, winning the Super Bowl. Um, I think they're the best team in the league. I think Josh Allen's going to be QB1. I think they're winning the Super Bowl. I think – those expectations were on them last year. And now that they're kind of gone and Allen seems to be more focused on football, I think Diggs is going to, you're going to see the best Diggs that you've seen. He's going to be bought in a hundred percent. James Cook has already said in camp to be me taking a leap. You add someone like Dalton Kincaid, who I think is going to just step in and be a number two target on the entire team, receiving target on the entire team. Um, and then Gabe Davis, that's a guy who, like, I think will have a bounce back year. It's one of those things, just like you hear me talking about the Broncos, how everyone was like sucking his dick going into last season. And then he fails them, expectations go down, and then he has a strong year. He's not expected to be, you know, fucking Diggs's 
number two, like Batman to Superman kind of thing. So that's kind of how I see that. And then Knox is going to have, he's an awesome tight end, like blocking just, he's the, he's the kind of tight end that you want on a team where he doesn't need to be a Kelsey. He just needs to be a fucking sure handed, great blocking tight end. That's what Knox is. And that's why they paid him that money. So I think they're going to have, that's why I've met 14 and three. It's like, yeah, they may have the same schedule against the same conferences as them, and we can go through it. I don't think we necessarily need to, but I think it lays out a little bit better for them. And I think they're so much better than everyone. So that's my just kind of high level of the bills. We you, we can get into them wherever you want to, but that's my little rundown of them. Yeah. I mean, you know, I feel like over the last couple of years, it was always the expectations for the bills to, to make that jump and win the Super Bowl. Um, it's just for some reason it hasn't worked out for them yet. But I mean, you could be very right. Uh, they just need someone to step up other than Diggs, whether it's Gabe Davis or Kincaid. They they need that person to step up. So I yeah. I, to me, it's a little bit of everyone. Cook's gonna be have a much better. He's gonna be a more like. He's gonna be a bigger home run hitter. Like Singletary wasn't that right, so you didn't have any of that. He's gonna be a pass catching home run, get you big place type guy. Yeah. Um, Damian Harris, you know. I, that's probably the most controversial part is like James Cook Harris. What does that production split look like? Who's going to be the top dog there? I think Cook is going to kind of run away with things and it might be like a 65 35 split, but you do have Harris to come in and probably vulture some. I shouldn't even say vulture some red zone touchdowns because Josh Allen's going to get a lot of those on his legs. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, that's, so, that's, yeah, he's part. your power back running an RPO, but like, does that, Allen's going to tuck and go a lot of that time because he knows he can put his shoulder down and get a touchdown. Yeah. Um, so I think between Cook taking a massive step, Kincaid is going to surprise everyone and have an outstanding year. And then Gabe's Davis is just going to have less of a focus on him and he's going to perform well too. So I don't think it's like someone's going to step up. I think it's the offense is going to step up and As finally well. click. Yeah. And finally click Allen's healthy. He doesn't have that bullshit going on with his girlfriend that I don't want to speak to and spread rumors further, but yeah, definitely. he doesn't have any, he doesn't have any of that. So that's why I like him so much, man. Yeah. Um, and Diggs, I mean, Diggs just seems like one of the safest options as wide receiver. Like he's being drafted right around that five, six range. And, um, you know, in the first round, yeah. you don't want to swing and miss in the first round. And that's definitely someone that's pretty locked in. You know, yeah, no, uh, and, and quite frankly, like we don't have enough shares of them. I know we just got our first Allen uh, Diggs um, stack, and I with Kincaid too. Yeah, with Kincaid, and I wish we had more. Like I, I'm totally fine targeting that as one of these stacks moving forward that we kind of target. Yeah, um, because you're right, dude. Like Diggs, Diggs is as fucking good as Diggs is, but he's also like. There's no waddle to his digs. Like yeah. he doesn't have that up and coming guy who's nipping at his heels like AJ Brown and Devonta. It's the digs show, dude. Yeah. You know? Um, so there's gonna be enough of an enough of a productive offense around him to open him up to where he's never just like sucked onto like J- Justin Jefferson. Like he with a with a with a healthy Allen, he's fucking dangerous. Dude, he's he's averaged 161 targets over the last three years. 
like 161 yeah. targets each year for the last three years. That's that is yeah. insane. Like last year, we're talking about a down year for Diggs. He was, or this is Allen. Uh, last year was a down year for Diggs. Uh, his numbers dropped significantly once um, once that arm got injured. Yeah, and he was the number four overall wide receiver. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like he he has legitimate wide receiver one upside. Like he could easily be. Yeah. I think it, he's not far removed from that. Right? It was a couple of years ago where he was the wide receiver one. Yeah, I, I, I'm getting really excited talking about the Bills, and I want to let, <laughs> let's start targeting more digs. Yeah, uh, you know, I we he should be one of those guys that we're like excited to be drafting, not like feeling like a little bit stale. Like he's gonna go; they're gonna be awesome. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. T- tell me about how you feel. I know we kind of disagree a little bit on the running back room, so I'm interested to hear what you have to say there. Yeah. So um, actually, before we move there, I want to just I, I want to mention Allen's splits that we have. Um, we have 550 and a half rushing and six and a half rushing touchdowns. This is Vegas. Mm-hmm. And then 4350 and a half passing and 32 and a half um, passing touchdowns um so i mean i mean if you project them to win the super bowl i think he's going to hit the overs on those there's not much value in the yardage no according to the last three years like 4500 4400 4300 so there's not much value there i don't think the passing touchdowns he's hit that mark in every single year so i would go ahead and look at that 32 and a half that's a pretty good over um, and then rushing wise, I mean, the last two seasons, he's shattered that 550 and a half, uh, and he's floating right around that six and a half. So I would say the rushing yards and passing touchdowns is where you're going to find value with Allen. Uh, but expect him to be QB one this year. I'm so excited to watch him every fucking week. <laughs> yeah. Um, he puts sorry, on a good I, show, man. I wanted to make sure we got that in there. So go ahead and take over running backs. I want to hear what you have to say there and, uh, we'll, we'll keep. Yeah, I mean, uh, towards the the beginning of this uh, offseason, um, I was pretty firmly cemented on the Damian Harris side. We've gotten into some heated discussions about it. Um, but, you know, as of lately, hearing the reports from the team, um, the unfortunate injury to uh, Naeem Hines, um, yeah, you know, it, it just seems like James Cook is in, is, is in line for a massive workload. And uh, I think... Damian Harris is a capable running back. He's a he's a good running back. He's shown that in previous seasons. But I I'm willing to take James Cook. He's you know right right around running back thirty, um, cheap enough to to easily take him in drafts. Damian Harris is right around forty five. I don't know. I'm I I'm much more on the James Cook side of things now. Yeah, I'm glad to hear that because I've kind of always have been on Cook. I I've I was very vocal about Cook early on, and then you kind of talked me back a little bit because his stats weren't actually as good as like I just saw from a football standpoint to, later in the year and in the playoffs, I saw Cook out on the field more and I saw him making plays. And then you were like, dude, his stats sucked. And well, then I looked at the stats and they weren't there. Yeah, the volume. I, well, yeah, which I mean, it's a different team than last year, so I didn't really care about that. You know how I look at like I do the a lot of my a lot of my analysis and a lot of what you're going to get from me comes from 
how my eyes see football players on the football field. Yeah. You know, I understand it's an analytical game and I, I will get in the weeds a little bit with numbers. Uh, I have the ability to do that. But for me, it's most of my takes come from my eyeballs um, and how I know sports and how I see the field. And to me, it was just late in the season. Cook like had explode. He, he looked like he had that next gear in him Mm -hmm. uh making big plays and i just thought it looked really good having him back there so now you know he has the opportunity to do it and it's just like you know we talk about with all these guys with opportunity i think he's going to do a lot with it so i'm willing um i'm glad you're you know that heinz thing definitely makes you feel better because you don't have to worry about him taking receptions and third down work um, and then it's like, you know, Harris, I have nothing bad to say about him. He's young. He was, you know, a steady back at Alabama. There's probably a reason why he didn't get paid for the Patriots and they have Ramondre there and not, and not Harris. Um, he could be one of those, you know, gets the yards that are given to him and be a very good runner. But you're seeing that things change a little bit in the NFL, right? Like well, also the style of running is out of style well yeah out of style but you know the bills just they throw the ball a lot man they don't right. they don't run the yeah. ball a lot so yeah um yeah i i can com- i completely uh am am comfortable yeah taking cook over harris now and uh you know being on that side of things and and they don't necessarily pass to the running backs a ton either but that's because they haven't had that guy that's probably why they fucking paid naheem himes because he was that guy for so long for the Colts. Yeah. Well, he's not a he's not an option and now you have James Cook. I mean, dude, they paid Deontay Hardy like real money. They paid him like 7 million dollars. Uh yeah. something like that. Like he's going to have a role, dude. He's going to be that potentially have that as Isaiah McKenzie role. Um and they clearly like him and is an explosion. So like he's going to be a guy. We didn't name him yet, but he's going to score fucking touchdowns. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah, That's I mean Khalil Shakir is there points. too. There's there's someone, yeah. you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. But it's yeah. it's worth taking a shot on one of those guys later on. You never know. Being on this high powered offense. In best ball, I completely agree. Yeah. yeah. I mean, could get you steal you three weeks where they get a touchdown or two, a big, big bomb touchdown or two. But just from a football standpoint, like these are guys that are going to be involved. Yeah. You know, they, they may frustrate you from a fantasy standpoint because they have three catches for 33 to 50 yards. But if we're talking NFL football, like moving the chains, these guys are going to be on the field catching balls, doing exactly that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, let's, yeah. let's talk about the jets now. Um, uh, Aaron Rodgers. They they are doing well. Uh, I want to go back. I, I know we're hanging up on the Bills, but we we haven't even talked about Kincaid and what his role. Oh be. yeah, Let's very true. No, about, we definitely need to talk about Kincaid. Yeah, um, <clears throat> we talked digs. I want to walk through all these numbers too. So, James Cook seven hundred and a half rushing and three and a half rushing touchdowns. That. That's Vegas saying he's going to be on the field. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so that makes me even like Cook more than we've already talked about. Diggs, 99 and a half catches, 11, 25 and a half yards, and eight and a half touchdowns. Um, he's caught over 100 his last three seasons, all with the Bills. Yeah. You know, 
expect that again. Um, Davis, 50 and a half, 775 and a half yards and six and a half touchdowns. So, you know, that's some real numbers. Um, I mean, those are real numbers there. Yeah. He's, he had, he had a game with four touchdowns in a game, you know, like he's capable of uh, scoring those points. Yeah. I think there's going to be value in that 15 and a half number. I know he had a quote unquote bad year last year and had what 48 catches. He said earlier. Um, yes. Um, so yeah, I mean value there, but I want to talk Kincaid Dalton Kincaid is a guy that they went and traded up for. They want him to be, as you've heard, the Kelsey to Allen's Mahomes. Um, he's not a great blocker. He's there to catch footballs, and that's what he's been doing all summer or all ca- summer and camp now. Uh, yeah, I guess summer. So there's word on the street that he's going to be playing that Cole Beasley role. They've seen him line up in the slot out wide two tight end set in the backfield running motions. All like he's yeah. The, the Dorsey came out and said they want to run more. Um, what, what do you want to call it? 12 man sets. I think mm-hmm. is what, what the, yeah, more 12 man sets and Kincaid's not going to get off the field. Like he's going to be one of their big pieces. People are worried that, you know, he's going to be a tight end and going to be, you know, behind Knox because Knox has such a role. Kincaid's going to be out there. He's going to have wide receiver type numbers. So, um, you know, what do you want to say there? I, I, I'm all over Kincaid. You know, I love him. I think he's going to be the legitimate number two receiving threat for the best offense in the NFL. Yeah. And he's being drafted as tight end 13 or 14. Like, yeah, you know, value, insane value. The upside is to be, um, to be a favorite target for Josh Allen is uh that that could be a league winner right there yeah and like if he does truly have that role you can conservatively say he's going to catch 60 to 70 balls seven to 800 yards even if you want to go down to 600 which i doubt but 700 to 800 yards let's say 60 to 70 yeah catches seven to 800 yards and four to six touchdowns that's probably even light on the four side but you know six touchdowns you're a top five tight end yeah like surefire top five tight end and if he does have that role that's what his numbers are conservatively going to be so yeah uh huge value yeah absolutely definitely be targeting him later on in drafts take a chance on him um how about the jets man um aaron j e t s (laughs) jets 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 yeah go for it they're your team apparently so run me through the jets uh i I don't know if i would say that they're my team but um they are going to be on hard knocks Uh, you're you're a funny guy uh they are uh going to be doing hard knocks this year that's it it's an official thing that's that's going to be one of the better hard knock seasons in my opinion over the last couple of years. Uh, I'm excited to see them. But uh, Aaron Rodgers, does he still have it? You know, we'll we'll see about that. Yes. I mean, I, I think he does. I'm banking on him and this team uh, overperforming yes. expectations. Um, the big question is Brees Hall. Is he going to be ready? I think he is. I don't know. What about you? Do you yes. think he's ready to go? Yeah, I don't think that's a big question. I think the answer is yes. Yeah. I mean, I I would agree with you. But you know. I, that's why you haven't seen him sign someone else yet. 
Yeah, that could be a, a very good indication for that. Keep going. What else you got for me with your Jets? Um, Israel Abanaconda. Um, you know, if if you have Brees Hall in drafts, you definitely want to grab Israel Abanaconda as a handcuff, in my opinion. Abanaconda, are we? He's confirmed that's what we're calling him. Is, is Hard Knocks released an episode yet? Do we know that's his name? I, I mean, that's his name, <laughs> Israel Abanaconda. Abanaconda. Yeah, what is how, for sure what, that's the pronunciation. I don't know. I, I'm asking genuinely, like, do we know for sure that that's what he's been called? I mean, I haven't gotten any confirmation, but <laughs> his name seems to be pronounced Abanaconda. Um, I don't know how else. I don't know how else I love you it. Pronounce that. Um, but but. You've, I, you and I have both seen and heard crazier things, Ryan. So <laughs> don't act like. I no, I guess don't you're like, right. Don't act like it's Jones and you're just like <laughs> it's a bit of Canada. Dumb, dumb, well, like, it it, do, it the way it's spelled, it doesn't seem like it could be pronounced any way other than a banaconda, in my opinion. So we'll see once Hard Knocks comes out and what, what people call him yes. or how they pronounce his name. But um Banaconda. A banaconda. Yeah. A banaconda. Love it. I guess. Great I don't know what else. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Let's um, get into it. Yeah, but these uh, so, wide receivers, man. Um, Garrett Wilson's got an ankle injury now. I don't project him to that to affect any of his uh, in season. Coach said he's back Saturday, huh? Coach said he's back Saturday. Not a worry. Look at that. Absolutely, that's awesome. I didn't even I didn't was not aware of that, but that makes me feel even better about the take. Um, but he's playing Saturday, yeah, yeah. And then Alan Lazard and he they brought in Randall Cobb, um, Corey Davis. These guys, I don't know how to feel about them. The one person I would be willing to draft is Alan Lazard, uh, just because he has that connection with him. Uh, he's being drafted at wide receiver fifty-ish, right around there. But I mean, too high. No, it's not too high at all. And I think you know, once I think it is when. Oh, you think that's too high for Lazard? I'm not drafting him at, and I haven't, I haven't drafted him or had the urge to draft him one time. And I've done, I don't know, hundred drafts. I just think his value. I have no interest in having Alan Lazard. There will be some startable games there, and like yeah. maybe he'll be like he's he's not a he is not an attractive fantasy piece for me. I think he's probably overvalued on the market because he's Rogers's guy. Yeah, um, and. I don't know. I, I don't want to own him. I want Brees Hall. I want Garrett Wilson. Um, even a piece of Rogers. To me, Lazard, I mean, Vegas has him at 52 and a half catches, 650 and a half receiving yards and four and a half touchdowns. So, you know, maybe his touchdown numbers look good and he ends up having a pretty good fantasy season. But like, I don't really see any difference between Lazard and a okay tight end. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. I I think I disagree a little bit there, but not too heavily. Um, I just think that the connection that Rodgers and Lazard have, um, Rodgers will look for him uh, during those uh, big plays. I I just think, I, I, I don't know. I, I think it, it's it's interesting. Yeah, he's not a big play guy, is he? Well, he's a big-bodied uh, receiver, and when when things get oh, dicey, not for Rogers, big plays, not like home run plays. No, like he's not that kind. What of What I talent. mean by he's, big plays is like um, 
like a third down where Rodgers needs to go to a trusted target, he's going to look for Lazard. And I just think as the season progresses and his his rapport with yeah. Garrett Wilson improves, sure. But I think that embedded connection that he has with Lazard could produce something. So I just think he's yeah. interesting um, later on in drafts. That's all. But I'm definitely not targeting him. And Tyler, so, I mean, here's here's my thought on Lazard. He had 100 targets last year. Like, if he was going to be worth a fuck in the NFL, it would have been last year. He was, like, really the only guy. Yeah. And then, of course, you have, you know, Watson and all these first-year guys. But that was Lazard's year to show that he's worth anything in the NFL other than, like, Rodgers' little security blanket. 100, 100 targets, 60 catches. 788 yards and six touchdowns. Yeah. So you're only catching 60% of the balls that are thrown your way. I don't love that. Um, You have under 800 yards being the wide receiver one of a team that needs you to perform. Yeah. I don't like that. And then six touchdowns. I mean, there's your, you know, that's maybe red zone target and he, that number goes up a little bit and there's some value from a game to game standpoint, but like, yeah, nah, I think that just speaks just to him. So I, th- I think that speaks to him not being a true wide receiver one. Like I just, I think he'll have production not being the featured receiver on the team. Um, yeah. You know, so yeah, no, yeah. He's going to need to, if that offense, if that team is as good at like, they're going to need another guy besides, Garrett Wilson to get everything. So, well, yeah. You know, is it, is it Lazard? I kind of like Corey Davis as a, like, the way that my brain works, especially in best ball underdog, like, I would rather go Corey Davis than Lazard from a value standpoint. Wait, he's down at like the hundreds. Um, He's, yeah, exactly. So you can get him for nothing in the last round and he could potentially be. You know what you're talking about. Lazard is going to be here, so yeah. Um, just from a talent standpoint, like Davis is more talented than Lazard, but um, you know that connection, as you said, does go a very long way. That's why he's on the team. Um, so I don't know. I just don't think he's too sexy in redraft. Um, we'll talk about him when we get to our rankings, but um, yeah, um, tight end. Who's who's tight end there? Conklin. Tyler Conklin. Yeah, I mean. The tight ends as a, as a whole, uh, the, the the position, it's very hard for people to really stand out. And he's one of only seven tight ends to top 550 yards each of the last two seasons. So he's like in production wise. Yes. Yeah. Like that's, awesome. that's great. And he, he could have a great year. Well, last year he was second on the Jets in all metrics, uh, 87 targets, 58 receptions, 500 yards, over 500 yards and three touchdowns. Like, yeah, but that's math. Yeah. It's the Jets. Jets were just that offense is that receiving. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, that, I could that's see... great though. That fifty five fifty. That I mean, that's like give me his numbers from last year. They're gonna be better than that this year with Aaron Rodgers at quarterback. Aaron Rodgers likes his tight ends. He always yeah. gets them involved. If there's any skill at that position, he's gonna have a good year. So I mean, there's probably value there. Yeah, he's well the targets, they're better quality targets. You know, better like quality he, and Rogers gets him involved. He loves yeah. opening up that field and throwing that Tunyon pass. You know what I mean? Like, um, so that's kind of an overlooked piece in this offense, but I bet you it 
is undervalued. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, I think that's that that about does it for the Jets. Uh it's a Super Bowl or bust for the Your your Jets. <laughs> Pipe down, buddy. Okay. Super Bowl or bust. Okay. So they are. For me, this year they're not gonna be that team. Next year they may be. So that's where I'm at. You know, I think it's kind of like the Broncos of last year. Um, super high on them, public super high on them. They are, they're underwhelming. Rodgers comes back with all these guys. Garrett Wilson's maybe yeah. the best wide receiver in the NFL by then. So for me, I think it's a year too early. That being said, like it could be that Brady type of um, roadmap where this was their missing piece, put it all together and win a Super Bowl, you know? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, how about the Miami Dolphins? To, shout uh, out Jimmy Champagne. Yeah, shout out Jimmy Champagne. Fins up. Um, man, this Dolphins team, man, uh, they have a great defense. Uh, aside from this Jalen Ramsey injury, that was uh, what? Do we have any update on that? Is he is he done for the season? Do you know at all? No, I I don't think so. They brought in someone else. Yeah, which I don't remember who it was, but I think it's. They're going to do a light meniscus surgery. I don't think it's year. Yeah. Well, I mean, they had a top five defense with him. They're still going to be a good defense without him. Um, So expect that. Um, But, you know, we talked about Tua a little bit on our um, quarterback rankings episode we just had earlier this week. He's being drafted as quarterback 11. A serious upside with him, but there's obviously injury risk involved there. Uh, I'm willing to take Tua later on. I think that that upside is going to pay out pretty heavily uh, and and that you're going to see a lot of value with that. Um, But this running back room is what I want to talk about most. Jeff Wilson, Raheem Mostert, and the young guy, Devin A-Chain. Or what do you call him? A-Train? A-Chain? I don't know what I call him. I don't really talk about him. Yeah, I, I remember earlier on in the season, you kept calling him A-Train. So we'll A-Train's from the boys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was a, that's a great so, show. Yeah, A-Train. Great show. Um, it is a great but, show. Yeah, um, A-Chain, the rookie, is being the highest drafted. Ready, Choo-choo! Back, <laughs> uh, running back 40, and then uh, Raheem Mostert's running back 51, and Jeff Wilson's running back 53. I, yeah, are we in I agreement mean, like, on who's going to be the standout running back? Or are we... I I No, like, yes, but no. So... I, when earlier in the when you started when you started uh in the like uh, talking about the division and you're like you said like i you were gonna say your hot take and you said like these three teams and you ended up going to make the playoffs i thought you were gonna say could win the super bowl and i was gonna agree with you there um <clears throat> but like i just don't even want to talk about the running back room right now because like is it going to be the same to start the season? You know what I mean? Like, are you looking to get another guy? I, I don't, I, I feel like they kind of are. So it's hard to talk about them, right? Like I, I've almost, we've taken Jeff Wilson in some best ball drafts cause he's so late. Yeah. But he's like the if any of these, yeah, cheapest. And we personally think that he's going to be like maybe the main top dog in that running in, in that offense if it stays the same uh, or just have a good role younger bigger body like he's a great running back mcdaniel loves him but and then at value he's just a good value but if he ends up having that role 
So it's just so hard to talk about, though. Well, I I think what the truth is, it's just going to be so hard to figure out who to start each week. Like between is it is it even going to be these three is my point. I I think it is because, I mean, at this point in the offseason, you think, yeah, yeah, they I mean, they drafted a chain, right? Um, they they like what they have in Mostert and like what they have in Jeff Wilson. They signed re-signed Jeff Wilson. I think Mostert's on his last year of his contract. He's in his thirties, but they they they're they're confident with what they have. You know, if they weren't, yes. I think they would have already signed. I mean, they did offer Dalvin Cook the contract. That's what I'm saying. So that's what that's exactly what I'm saying. Oh, I was be, gonna, you're, because I was, they offered Dalvin Cook the contract, they you think they're looking to bring someone else in. Dalvin Cook, you just yeah. said yourself that he's not going to the Jets. So, like, that's the perfect team for him to go revisit and be like, I want a big role. I want a team that has the potential to go to a Super Bowl and I want to, you know, be the guy there. Welcome to Miami, baby. Yeah. It, it makes sense. So, I mean, they're, they're a better team with Cook. Um, and yeah, they have a legitimate media lift. Like, to me, it makes a lot of sense, you know? So, yeah. That's why I'm saying, like, why are we talking? Like, it's hard to talk about these guys because I just yeah, have right. that feeling. You know what I mean? No, you're, like, right. I no, you're absolutely feeling. right. No, you're, I, oh, but like, A Chain, I mean, we can talk about them, but it's like, ah, you know, yeah. Uh, all we have in Vegas, the only line that Vegas has is Mostert 600 and a half yards. And, that might be one that I'm taking another look at to hit an under before there's any other news. Because, like, is that a number that they're projecting with him and that three-headed backfield? Because if it is, then I want the under because there's so much that could happen to make that go under, right? You have yeah, I think he's signing still... of Dalvin Cook. You yeah. have one of the other guys taking over. There's just so much there. Injury, there's so much there for that under to look good. Yeah. Um, so I'd have to dig into that a little bit more. But, you know, even Vegas is like, what the fuck's going on here, guys? Yeah. But yeah. as of right now, Jeff, Jeff Wilson's the value to me and you, right? Absolutely. Yeah, I think Jeff Wilson being the cheapest <clears throat> option, um, he's going to be involved as he was last year. Yeah. I just I don't know if you're going to really want to own any of them, and yeah, eat regardless. And I, and I, yeah, and I know you're so excited about A Chain and his talent and like the fit it, and dynasty. his fast moving awesome uh, offense. But like, what? Yeah. How? What can we? We can't trust anything right now. No, for, no. I'm I'm higher on him yeah. in dynasty than I am redraft. I think it's going to take time yeah. for him to really develop and figure out his uh, role in this offense. But I think moving yep. forward in future seasons, you're going to see him really jump in value. So, um, yeah, but- he, he perfect fucking little fast speed piece for McDaniel and yeah. compliment Hill and Waddle. So I agree. It's a matter of time for him to explode with the offense. I just don't, I don't know what to think about the backfield. Yeah. You talk to me about Waddle and Hill. I think both are going to have huge seasons. Uh, Hill, 102 and a half receptions, 1300 and a half yards, seven and a half touchdowns. Waddle right behind him with eight and a half catches, 1,075 and a half yards, and seven and a half touchdowns. Vegas is even projecting both guys to have a thousand yards. Well, I mean, yeah, I would, I would as well. I would take that over on that. I mean, Tyreek Hill, I think if he is a fully healthy season and Tua stays fully healthy, Tyreek Hill is one of the 
biggest opportunities to reach the 2000 yard mark. Like it's between Justin yeah. Jefferson and Tyreek Hill to me. And You're not worried about the beat reporter saying that he may have lost his superpowers. No, I'm not worried about that. You know, we, we talk of practice. We talk of practice here. Like that's the way nah. I look at it. Like I just, I don't think I'm not worried about the cheetah. He's, you know, I don't think, but is he old enough that he's not turning that on in practice? Cause he used to, he wowed everyone at all times. So is he just saving it for the season and he doesn't have probably slowly ramping it back up? That's what I think. Okay. Okay. I'm not, I'm not as worried about it. I didn't take busy getting drunk on the fucking Harbor and slapping (laughs) bitches. (laughs) Yeah. I just, yeah, I I think his mind is elsewhere uh, and that may not bode well for the season, but um, yeah, man, I, I think he has another, elite elite year and i think i think what was his line 1300 1300 and a half yeah yeah i would take i would take the over on that pretty uh pretty confidently i mean what number two last year with a career high in targets at 119 receptions for 1700 yards and two didn't even play the whole season yeah so disaster at quarterback there yeah yeah we'll see um, I'm good with the fins if you are. Yeah, I think we're good. There's really no one other than Tyreek and Waddle to really talk about in the passing game. Yeah, Patriots both have them in last place. I have them at seven and ten, which actually we I didn't bring up the the win totals earlier. Bills are at ten and a half. Jeffs are, Jets and Fins are both at nine and a half, and then the Patriots are at six and a half. Um, so that's how they you know Vegas currently sees their win totals. Yeah. Um, for me, it's like, I don't know. I think the Patriots are going to be better than they were last year. They're going to have to lean a lot on Ramondre. I don't like really anyone in the receiver room. Um, Gasicki's like maybe going to be a value there, but I pretty much staying away from all those guys. Um, you won't really see a single Patriot on my team, unless it's like best ball, Gasicki late and tech Taekwon Thornton, who Taekwon was one of my favorite late, late round flyers. Yeah. And I really hope that he starts to shine in camp, but we've heard negative things from his corner in camp, which, you know, makes me a little bit discouraged, but he does have big playability. So, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm willing. I like, uh, Stevenson and Gasicki. Those are the two that I like, uh, fantasy wise, uh, for this team. Uh, even if they bring in a, a veteran like Zeke or Fournette or whoever they bring in, I think Stevenson's going to be still very valuable like he was last year. And, uh, Gasicki, man, I, we've talked about him on previous podcasts, but you know, he's going to be utilizing the passing game quite a bit. And I, I think he's going to return a ton of value on where he's being drafted. So, but yeah, I, yeah. I don't, I don't want Juju, Devante, Thornton, Henry, you keep them all, you know, I'm, keep all of them. I, I won't have a single Patriot on my team in redraft. this but year. But with so. that being said, I do think Mac Jones does have a better year this year. Macaroni than- Jones. <laughs> Yeah, Mac Macaroni Jones. I think he has a better year this year than he did last year. I think Bill I agree. Bill I think the Patriots are going to be better. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I I don't have them winning as many games um, as I stated before, but I think they show more improvements as an offense than they did last year. Yeah. I mean, listen, I think that the Patriots are going to be better than they were last year, and they're gonna there's going to be value and somewhere on that team 
in fantasy, I just am not going to be the one that's going to find it. <laughs> You're not willing to take Juju at wide receiver 45? I hate Juju. I think he's dog shit. <laughs> you think he's dog shit? Yeah. Um, I'm good on the path, so we can wrap yeah, boom, roasted. <laughs> Fuck you, Juju, you little bitch. Okay, all right. Well, I think that about does it for our AFC East breakdown. Uh, that's a great way to end it right there. Um, yeah, I don't think we really need to, uh, in conclusion, uh, wrap anything up. We, we've we stated everything pretty thoroughly here. Anything else you want to say, Mike, before we uh, hit the road? Buckle up. Buckle up.